Blog Talk Radio. Yo, Rockin', what's up? Yo, I'm doing the knowledge, E, man. I'm trying to get paid in full. Well, check this out. Since Norby Walters is our agency, right? True. Carol Lewis is our agent. Word up. Zakia and Fourth and Broadway is our record company. Indeed. Okay, so who we rolling with then? We rolling with Rush. Our Rush Town Management. So check this out. Since we talking over this deaf beat right here that I put together, I want to hear some of them deaf rhymes. You know what I'm saying? And together, we can get paid and paid full, and paid full, and paid full, and paid full. And paid. of a master plan this ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand so i dig into my pocket all my money spent so i the default still coming up for lent so i start my mission leave my residence thinking how could i get some dead presidents i need money i used to be a stick up kid so i think of all the devious things i did i used to roll up this is a hole up ain't nothing funny stop smiling we still don't nothing move but the money but now i learn to earn cause i'm righteous I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a nine to five. If I strive, then maybe I'll stay alive. So I walk up the street, whistling this, feeling out of place, cause man do I miss. A pen and a paper, a stereo, a taper, me and Eric and a nice big plate of fit, which is my favorite dish, but without no money, it's still a wish. Cause I don't like to dream about getting paid, so I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made. Soon as the test to see if I got pulled, Hit the studio, cause I'm paid in full. Akim, check this out. Yo, you go to your girl's house and I go to mine, cause my girl is definitely mad cause it took us too long to do this album. Yo, I hear what you're saying, so let's just pump the music up and count our money. Yo, but check this out. Yo, Eli, turn the bass down and just let the beat keep on rocking. And we out of here. Yo, what happened to Pete? Pete, 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 Pete. Getting rich 
and there is a formula, and are you practicing it? And if not, why not? <laughs> also, what is the billionaire belief? And that means are you really getting paid what you are really worth? And if not, why not? This is all about the conscious commerce, get money. We hustling over here, Illuminati money, team success, hustle university platform. Tonight, once again, I will also be joined by shot caller, CEO, and big baller, Dana Mac Diesel Crowley of www.billionairebeliefs.com. Y'all better get ready. What's up, Lord? How you feeling tonight? I'm feeling blessed and highly favored, brother. Just once again, grateful to have another opportunity to address the audience and, and helping them do what they need to do to build that empire that's in their mind right now. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. We don't know how positive it's going to be. We want to talk about them getting rich. You know, we got positive ways. We're going to uh, reinforce that lesson. But tonight, um, after reviewing... Today's lesson a little earlier today I had I've had about seven to eight hours just to um think over, you know, tonight's tonight's chapter. You know, we're covering chapter nine tonight. I don't even know if we're gonna get to chapter ten, but tonight is gonna be uh something that's really been on my mind and is very timely. Have you ever watched the uh T V episode The Game of Thrones? You know what, Coach K, that's a show that people have been telling me I need to start watching. Um, as of late, I've been getting caught up on Scandal and all those type of shows. So Game of Thrones is on my list, but I'm pretty sure you got some good wisdom for us from it. Well, for one, leave, get get off of Scandal as soon as possible, you know what I'm saying? Detox yourself, you know. once you, <laughs> I, think once you I think once you come over here and try out uh, the Game of Thrones, uh, what you do is go over to thedarewall.com, T-H-E-D-A-R-E-W-A-L-L.com, and then you just click look up on the T. It's going to be like TV shows, and then you click on the G, then click on Game of Thrones, and start at Season 1, Episode 1. I, I just started two nights ago, and I've come all the way through the entire first season, and... I have, they've added a lot of champagne to my campaign in the way that they uh, talk about symbolism and in the way they mirror a lot of today's uh, reality. Now, when you do get there, you're going to have to click on uh, click as free user to get it to start. So it's going to pop up, and then it's going to say, you know, there's going to be a box. But don't just click on play now. There's going to be a little small box under the bottom that says click and view as a free user. And uh, there will be some other pop-ups that will open up, but I definitely want you to uh, get on that soon as, you know, okay. sooner than later because um, one, of the, um, one of the phrases that you have on your Billionaire Belief Facebook page is the lion does not – Worry about the thoughts of the sheep, and that is from the Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yes. There's one of the. There's, it's like a couple of different families are. It's a very layered plot. So probably by the third episode, everybody will be identified clearly. But there's one family that's bankrolling everybody. So there's like seven kingdoms, but one kingdom he's bankrolling. Everybody, and that phrase was by the father who is the head of that particular family. He's even bankrolling the king. The king who's over all seven nations is getting bankrolled by that guy, and uh, it's uh, so that's why I was like, I was like, man, Dan is already checking this out. He's up on it, so I just wanted to check on that. But you, you're gonna. You're gonna. I I know you're gonna pull some pull some big time jewels out of that show. So I, um, that's and anybody else is listening. If you are 
a viewer of um, the Game of Thrones, and you're listening to Coach K Radio and the Science of Getting Rich every other Wednesday night, then you're in the you're in the right place. That's all I can tell you. You're in the right place, and you probably can feet well. It's tough to see which way we're going with these shows like this, but you will be able to um, relate. I will. I will say that. So it's gonna. We're gonna have an awesome show tonight, and I'm just. I'm just ready to get started. What about you, Dana? I'm. I'm ready to get started too, and I'm actually glad you brought up the uh, the concept of watching uh, certain shows, but not so more so for entertainment, but also from an educational perspective because. Unlike most people, when I do watch TV, now at least, I'm watching more so to, to get the, the value in the education, like you're pointing out with the Game of Thrones, just to more so see how I can further shape my, my own perception of reality. And I, there's times where I like, have a path full of notes from watching a, TV, a, a new show, for example, that I found was called The Prophet. It comes on on CNBC. And it's basically about a gentleman who, who's you know multi-billionaire, uh, and he goes and helps uh, rebuild small businesses. And I found that show uh, last week, and I've been watching it for the last week. So if you want to watch that one, I would suggest you check that out. And he, and he focuses more so on the three Ps, which is people, process, and product. So it's a very entertaining show. And once again, another place where you can go get some good wisdom and understand to, to, A, further your career, but mostly important, you know, helping you grow and helping you improve your life. For sheezy, for sheezy. Yeah, that's a that's a – like you said, watching it for educational purposes. I'm just a downloader. I don't even have a TV yet. You know what I mean? I got a, <laughs> a screen big enough, so I just watch it on the computer. But um, well, well, well. Now, what's well, so up? We might have to go to a song or something. I'm all that right there. Uh, yeah. Let me uh, let me go to it. What we're gonna do is I'm gonna get ready to run this chapter nine, but I'm gonna run some of this. I'm gonna run a Jay Z real quick. Can I live? And then we're going to run right into chapter nine. All right? Y'all hold it. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Rap the fella. We invite you to something epic, you know? Where we hustle out of a sense of hopelessness, sort of a desperation. Through that desperation, we come addicted. Sort of like the fiends we accustomed to serving. Where we feel we have nothing to lose. So we offer you, well, we offer our lives. What do you bring to the table? Well, I'm watching every nigga watching me closely. My shit is butter for the bread they want to toast me. I keep my head both of them where they supposed to be. Hold to get you sidetracked and clap from close feet. I don't sleep, I'm tired. I feel wired like codeine these days. The rubber got with my me from four fiends away. My pain, which you was quick to see. From selling cane to brains of fries to a fricassee. Can't lie, at the time it never bothered me. At the bar, getting my dog on properly. My squad and me lack of respect for authority. Laughing hard, happy to be escaping poverty. However brief, I know this game got valleys and peaks. Expectation for dip, for precipitation, we stack chips hardly. The youth I used to be, soon to see a million, no more. Big Willie, my game is grown. Prefer you call me William, illin' for revenues. Great for lemon light, channel seven news, round seven Jews, head dead in the mic. Forgetting all I ever knew, convenient amnesia. I suggest you call my lawyer, I know the procedure. Block my body, can't trap my mind easily. Explain why we adapt to crime. I'd rather die enormous than live dormant, that's how we own it. Live at the main event, I better trip them out, we on it. Presidential suites, my residential for the weekend. Confidentially speaking in code since I sent you vegan. The NXS rental, don't be fooled, my game is mental. We both out of town, dog. What you trying to get into? Viva, Las Vegas, see ya. Later at the crab tables, meet me by the one that starts to G up. This way, no frog willies present, gambling, they re up. And we can have a pleasant time sipping margaritas, GGG. Can I live? Can I live? My mind is infested with sick thoughts that circle. 
out like Alexis. It's driven wrong, it's sure to hurt you. Do level like duplexes. And unity, my crew and me commit atrocities like we got immunity. You guessed it, manifested intangible goods. Platinum Rolexes, we don't lease, we buy the whole car, as you should. My confederation, detonation, explode on detonation. Overload the mind of the said patient. When it falls the scene, it comes to it, we all fiends gotta do it. Even righteous minds go through this, true this. The street schoolers to spend our money foolish. Bond with jewelers and watch for intruders. I stepped it up another level, meditated like a Buddhist. Recruited lieutenants with ludicrous dreams of getting cream. Let's do this. It gets tedious, so I keep one eye open like CBS. You see me stretch, right? Can I live? Can I live? Can I live? Chapter 9. How to Use the Will To set about getting rich in a scientific way, you do not try to apply your willpower to anything outside of yourself. You have no right to do so, anyway. It is wrong to apply your will to other men and women in order to get them to do what you wish done. It is as flagrantly wrong to coerce people by mental power as it is to coerce them by physical power. If compelling people by physical force to do things for you reduces them to slavery, compelling them by mental means accomplishes exactly the same thing. The only difference is in methods. If taking things from people by physical force is robbery, then taking things by mental force is robbery too. There is no difference in principle. You have no right to use your willpower upon another person, even for his own good. For you do not know what is for his good. The science of getting rich does not require you to apply power or force to any other person in any way whatsoever. There is not the slightest necessity for doing so. Indeed, any attempt to use your will upon others will only tend to defeat your purpose. You do not need to apply your will to things in order to compel them to come to you. That would simply be trying to coerce God, and would be foolish and useless, as well as irreverent. You do not have to compel God to give you good things, any more than you have to use your willpower to make the sun rise. You do not have to use your willpower to conquer an unfriendly deity or to make stubborn and rebellious forces do your bidding. Substance is friendly to you, and is more anxious to give you what you want than you are to get it. To get rich, you need only use your willpower upon yourself. When you know what to think and do, then you must use your will to compel yourself to think and do the right things. That is the legitimate use of the will in getting what you want, to use it in holding yourself to the right course. Use your will to keep yourself thinking and acting in a certain way. Do not try to project your will or your thoughts or your mind out into space to act on things or people. Keep your mind at home. It can accomplish more there than elsewhere. Use your mind to form a mental image of what you want and to hold that vision with faith and purpose and use your will to keep your mind working in the right way. The more steady and continuous your faith and purpose, the more rapidly you will get rich, because you will make only positive impressions upon substance, and you will not neutralize or offset them by negative impressions. The picture of your desires, held with faith and purpose, is taken up by the formless and permeates it to great distances throughout the universe, for all I know. As this impression spreads, all things are set moving toward its realization. Every living thing, every inanimate thing, and the things yet uncreated are stirred toward bringing into being that which you want. All force begins to be exerted in that direction. All things begin to move toward you. The minds of people everywhere are influenced towards doing the thing necessary to the fulfilling of your desires, and they work for you unconsciously. But you can check all this by starting a negative impression in the formless substance. 
doubt or unbelief is as certain to start a movement away from you as faith and purpose are to start one toward you. It is by not understanding this that most people who try to make use of mental science in getting rich make their failure. Every hour and moment you spend in giving heed to doubts and fears, every hour you spend in worry, every hour in which your soul is possessed by unbelief, sets a current away from you in the whole domain of intelligent substance. All the promises are unto them that believe, and unto them only. Notice how insistent Jesus was upon this point of belief, and now you know the reason why. Since belief is all-important, it behooves you to guard your thoughts, and as your beliefs will be shaped to a very great extent by the things you observe and think about, it is important that you should command your attention. And here the will comes into use. For it is by your will that you will determine upon what things your attention shall be fixed. If you want to become rich, you must not make a study of poverty. Things are not brought into being by thinking about their opposites. Health is never attained by studying disease and thinking about disease. Righteousness is not to be promoted by studying sin and thinking about sin. And no one ever got rich by studying poverty and thinking about poverty. Medicine as a science of disease has increased disease. Religion as a science of sin has promoted sin. And economics as a study of poverty will fill the world with wretchedness and want. Do not talk about poverty. Do not investigate it or concern yourself with it. Never mind what its causes are. You have nothing to do with them. What concerns you is the cure. Do not spend your time in charitable work or charity movements. All charity only tends to perpetuate the wretchedness it aims to eradicate. I do not say that you should be hard-hearted or unkind and refuse to hear the cry of need, but you must not try to eradicate poverty in any of the conventional ways. Put poverty behind you and put all that pertains to it behind you and make good. Get rich. That is the best way you can help the poor. And you cannot hold the mental image which is to make you rich if you fill your mind with pictures of poverty. Do not read books or papers which give circumstantial accounts of the wretchedness of the tenement dwellers, of the horrors of child labor, and so on. Do not read anything which fills your mind with gloomy images of want and suffering. You cannot help the poor in the least by knowing about these things, and the widespread knowledge of them does not tend at all to do away with poverty. What tends to do away with poverty is not the getting of pictures of poverty into your mind, but getting pictures of wealth into the minds of the poor. You are not deserting the poor in their misery when you refuse to allow your mind to be filled with pictures of that misery. Poverty can be done away with, not by increasing the number of well-to-do people who think about poverty, but by increasing the number of poor people who purpose with faith to get rich. The poor do not need charity. They need inspiration. Charity only sends them a loaf of bread to keep them alive in their wretchedness, or gives them an entertainment to make them forget for an hour or two but inspiration will cause them to rise out of their misery. If you want to help the poor, demonstrate to them that they can become rich. Prove it by getting rich yourself. The only way in which poverty will ever be banished from this world is by getting a large and constantly increasing number of people to practice the teachings of this book. People must be taught to become rich by creation, not by competition. Every man who becomes rich by competition throws down behind him the ladder by which he rises, and keeps others down. But every man who gets rich by creation opens a way for thousands to follow him and inspires them to do so. You are not showing hardness of heart or an unfeeling disposition when you refuse to pity poverty, see poverty, read about poverty, or think or talk about it, or to listen to those who do talk about it. Use your willpower to keep your mind off the subject of poverty and to keep it fixed with faith and purpose on the vision of what you want. Yes, 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 yes. Chapter 9, baby. Coming to fulfillment. How to use the will. Whew. Dana, when I pulled out my old uh, copy of this particular chapter, it looks like a rainbow. Like I got an orange highlighter, blue highlighter, yellow highlighter, pink highlighter, and green highlighter in this one chapter. Like, mm. I got, if, if I was to try to just cover 
my highlights in this chapter, it would take the rest of the show. I mean, like, what do you? I'm just going. I'm just going to turn the ball over to you for a second and just see how you feel about this chapter and what you thought and just you know wherever you want to start. Honestly, Coach K, I believe this is the chapter that actually gets the ball rolling because, as it's titled, "How to Use the Will," and we are, as most of us you know know, are free. We have free will, so when the first, I mean, the first part that I have uh, highlighted in my book because I'm like you, you know, out of my mind, it doesn't look like a highlighter. Mine looks like more like a, a piece of notebook paper with all the underlines that I have. But nevertheless, to get rich, you need only to use your willpower upon yourself. And at that, like the first note I have is compete versus create. And it's ironic that I didn't even realize at the end of the chapter, like that's exactly what he says. People must be taught to become rich by creation, not by competition. So personally, I I, I definitely understand where he's coming from and uh when he talks about using your own free will to compete against yourself as opposed to anybody else. And I remember a couple of weeks back I was watching ESPN and Herm Edwards was talking about setting the standard for himself. He, he always talked about he didn't want to be held to anybody else's standard because, you know, his standard was he, he always felt well, what he expected of himself, where, where, where he chose to place his free will was, was always a lot higher than what any man can uh, expect upon him, uh, could, could expect of him. And I believe that kind of like really talks about uh, what Mr. Walls is trying to hammer home here and that, you know, compete against yourself, when it, especially when it comes to, you know, your pursuit of your passions and using that passion to uh, create something of a youth value for the people in the world so that they themselves, as he says, can um, get pictures of wealth into into the minds, uh, into their minds. So I'm uh, I'm a firm believer in, in, in the – in the uh, the use of creation or the approach of, of creation, I should say, and approaching life from a creative perspective and realizing that when you do approach from a, a, a position of creativity, as he says, um, you, you open the way for thousands to follow you as opposed to if you're trying to compete against somebody else and try to tear them down or dismantle them to make yourself feel better. In a sense, like he says, uh, it's like those being thrown behind a ladder in a sense, but um all in all, in, in your pursuit to get from where you are to wherever you want to be, ideally, as he says, you know, getting rich, um, you got to start replacing pictures of poverty with pictures of wealth, which is what, you know, Coach K and I are here to do for you. That, hey, this one, you are exactly right. That's what we're here to do is deprogram the reprogram so you can get the new image in your mind. And even on my Facebook page, that's what I said. Most of our listeners, you know, are of the darker hue from the African-American or black community or Negro, whatever you want to call them, you know, they're from the darker hue of people because the darker hue is holding the show. But me and all my research in relationships, health, everything where we have a weakness at or any of that, it is due to the it's due to poverty, and it's due to poverty and a poverty mindset. For example, the foods we eat, we take shortcuts on them. You know why we take mm-hmm. shortcuts? Because we use the words, I can't afford that. You can't yep. afford it. What do you mean? What do you mean you can't afford it? So, you, but but you can afford the ride to the hospital. Or you can afford to shave years off your life because you cut corners on your diet. And that's from a poverty mindset. When you go when you go into the store and you like, yo, that's what I need, that's what's best for me, it may be uh it may cost more than the cheap stuff, but the cheap stuff ain't good for me. When I go into the store right now, I'd be like, wow, look at how people are, uh, I look in their cases and they'd be like, a two-liter soda should not be cheaper than a gallon of water. You know, two-liter two Pepsi, 99 cents, on a spring water, 139. And you got three sodas in your, bag, in your buggy, but you ain't got no water. That's from a poverty mindset. If it's cheap, let me grab it. If it's yeah. cheap, let me grab it. 
And that is wow, I mean that's like it's it's just the epitome. So I said when I read this, it was like, yo, replace poverty with the science of getting rich. And then the other part that really struck me was when when he got to the competition part, but he opens it up saying, Do not try to apply your willpower to anything outside of yourself. Now, a lot of people when they use when they hit they use the phrase grinding. I'm out here grinding twenty four seven. You can't grind on yourself twenty four seven because the body requires a certain amount of rest. Otherwise it won't operate properly. And that is exactly why I'm into the science of getting rich. Apply your willpower to yourself. You know, don't try to, what does it say? It is wrong to apply your will to other men and women in order to get them to do what you wish done. Nah, man. If taking things from people by physical force is robbery, then taking things by mental force is robbery also. There is no difference in the principle. You have no right to use your willpower over another person, even for his own good, for you do not know what is his good. What you do know is, the science of getting rich is good. You can't compete against somebody else if you want them to get rich. Like some people say, well, Dana's offering the same type of services that you are, Coach, over at Billionaire Belief, that you got an honest hustle. I say he can't take no bread out of my mouth, and I can't take no bread out of his mouth because there will never be a shortage of people that need reprogramming. What do you think you about that, Dana? I'm I'm right there with you 100%, Coach K. And um, as you said, it's it's about uh it's about creating. It's about using your will on yourself to expect from yourself the best that you can possibly produce. It's about you thinking elite and striving to become the best you you can be. Because when you do approach life from a position of creativity, as you said, there's never going to be a shortage of people for what you need, and as long as you can, you know, and this, as I like to say, pick a winner, it's, there there will never be a shortage. So when you when it comes to what we're, what we're doing right now, using, you know, investing our time into the world, that's how I look at it, to ensure that you have at least every other Wednesday to take your mind off of all the, the death, doom, and gloom that's ha- that they, that quote-unquote, they want you to see to keep you in that state of poverty so you can enrich your mind with these wealthy images that Coach K, Mr. Wallows, and myself are are here to, to help enrich your mind with so you can maximize your imagination so you can use your free will on yourself. So I'm right there with you, uh, Coach. I, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, bro. Hey, I'm telling you, but I was definitely on, like you said, to get rich, you need only to apply your willpower upon yourself. Then he comes down a paragraph later and says, use your will to keep yourself thinking and acting in that certain way. He's always emphasizing the use of the tools, you know what I'm saying, acting in a certain way. Um, Keeping the mind at home, it can accomplish more there than elsewhere. A lot of times we have our minds on saving the world or our charitable efforts. Let the rich people put their minds on charitable efforts. But until you become rich, you need to keep your mind on that. You can't supply anybody with something until your plate is full, until your cup runneth over. And the more that you have, the more that you can help. But if your cup only has a few seeds in it from the watermelon, you can't really nourish anybody and say, here, suck on one of my seeds, and this is going to give you the same nourishment. I think impatience is one of the big um, distractions as it often disguises itself in trying to force the will. You know, we we can't wait until we have a certain amount of money to try to start, you know, thinking about all the charitable ways we want to help people. You can give some people of your time as well, but if if I just can skip all the way to the back, what he's saying is the poor do not need charity. They need inspiration. If you want to help the poor, 
demonstrate to them that they can <laughs> that they can become rich. Prove it by getting rich yourself. That's heat right there, Dana. That's heat. What you think about that uh, about that phrase? That definitely is heat, and that's actually one of the parts of the book that struck me that I have underlined, and I realized this when I first began my journey into deprogramming all the, the, the images of poverty in my mind and replacing more prosperous images. And I, I, I definitely saw that in that I would go to different places, I would talk to different people, and it was more so, like you said, they were, like, entertaining me and not really not really inspiring me. And, and by inspiration, I mean, A, being authentic with, with their feelings and their experiences, and then B, actually, you know, showing process as opposed to just always telling you, okay, well, what you need to do is this or what you need to do is that. and uh, But m- more so for taking a step back saying, okay, well, here's why you want to be doing this first and foremost, you know. And now once we got the why taken care of, now we can start focusing on the how. And now that we got the how, now we can focus on the what. So it's kind of like working from the inside out, as you just said, like keeping your mind at home, focusing on yourself. So work on from the inside out as opposed to outside in. Hey, Whew. starting it, starting it up like you said from the inside. That's the only way. That's the only way. Starting, starting, starting with yourself, man. And one of the things inside, Anna, in my most strongest opinion, and Reverend Ike also talks about it, is if controlling your tongue. The tongue is oh, on yeah. the inside of your head. And one of the things he says is, do not talk about poverty. Your mind is inside of your head. He says, do not investigate it or concern yourself with it. Why do people have their mind or their conversation on poverty so much, Diana? What do you think? You know, why are people always talking about poverty? You know, Coach K, one of the first things I did when I when I began the D program was not allow myself to watch any any form of uh, public media. I mean, not public media, but public news, because I realized that the news is a tool, like anything else. But it's a tool that instills these images into your mind. And and the true story, one of my one of my buddies, he he's a big fan of CNN. But when I like I said, as I started to get on my own journey of uh, pursuing wealth. I began to see just what they meant by that whole concept of uh, all, like when you know, all these images of poverty or the tongue that speaks poverty, and that every time I would see this person, the only thing that was on their mind was how much, how bad of a recession we're in, how high gas prices are, and how how just miserable life was. And then I would always ask them like, well, you know, where'd you hear that, or where'd you know? That? Oh man, I was watching the news, and I was like, oh, I don't watch the news. And, are you crazy? Like, you don't, you're not watching the news. Like, how do you know what's going on? And da 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 Like, how can? And I just started to see that they were so, they they were beginning from the outside trying to work themselves in. And I saw that that was kind of like you said, putting the cart before the horse, which further reinforced my new perspective on life of working from you know the inside out, but. I just believe that most people just choose to, well, maybe due to ignorance or just due to maybe an unconscious effort. You know, they 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 put themselves in a position to to allow these these pictures of poverty to enter their mind via a person's tongue or images that they see, whether it be in a magazine, on the TV, etc. So you have to willingly put effort into really, really kind of uh, filtering what you watch and what you what you ultimately allow your mind to ingest. It's kind of like this. you got to protect your eye gates and you got to protect your ear gates. And the best way of doing that is to kind of like put, put that protection on default by always keeping your nose and something positive, always speaking something positive. And if you don't have anything positive to say, like checking yourself, like, all right, that's not positive, you know, although it probably would be funny to me and it would make me feel good saying it. You know, it's probably not the best thing to say. So a, a simple, you know, thank you for sharing. I appreciate the feedback will be a better response than, you know, hitting them off with something real, real, real slick, which you know, like I said, is going to really make you feel good, but it's probably going to create more poverty as opposed to more wealth. But all all in all, yeah, you definitely got to make sure that uh, you, you watch that tongue uh, because that, that tongue will get you in, in, into a lot of, as they say, impoverished situations. 
For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. And I feel that it's all about the magical energy of it. You know, how magical how magical can I be with uh, what I'm speaking about? You know, and if my tongue is creating whatever my particular reality is, and if I'm spending any second talking about poverty, then that's going to be a tough one. You know, that's going to be be a tough one because I'm creating my own dharma. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm choosing a reality that really doesn't have origin in myself. So Mm -hmm. back again, it says, since belief is all important, it behooves you to guard your thoughts. And as your beliefs will be shaped to a very great extent by the things you observe and think about, it is important that you should carefully govern to what you give your attention. I don't need, like, I haven't had a TV in over a year, and I really don't feel like I missed anything. There was something happened down in Atlanta yesterday um, where a gunman went into a school well, some people came to my house. They didn't come to bring me that information, but during the general conversation, it came up. I looked it up on the Internet. I found it, and then I went on about my day. But I didn't keep harping about it. I didn't post it on Facebook. All I was talking about was the cure. I'm a scientist. I'm a scientist, and all I want to talk about is what's the cure. I'm keeping my, home, I'm keeping my mind at home, you know, and... Like I said, use your mind to form a mental image of what you want and to hold that vision with faith and purpose and use your will to keep your mind working in the right way. My mind on some poverty issues or even like I said earlier, you know, a lot of people focus on slavery and white slave masters. Guess what they end up with? A white boss and a a job that's, one degree separate from slavery because they're slaves to the check. And then the check is coming from, so what, the check is coming from somebody white, black, Asian, blue, or pink. You know, you're still a slave to it because you don't have your freedom. And all of that came about because you you were letting your mind be manipulated, you know what I'm saying, by by weaker minds. And it's up to you when when you want to change that around at at any given time. Daniel, can you speak on the importance of changing, you know, the any given time part? You know, how important is it to quickly, you know, assert that I, I got my mind, if, if my mind is in the wrong place, what I need to do about it? I mean, one of the things that I, that I began to do, and this is, I kid you not, this is very simple, you know, it's so simple that people don't believe it, but the reality is most of the, the, the simplest things to do in life, I mean, most of the unbelievable things are just simple things to do. So any time that I do feel like a, 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 an image of poverty or negativity is uh, being ingested into my mind, I'll just tell myself, I'll first and foremost, I'll acknowledge it. I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm thinking about something, you know, that's probably not the best use of my time right now. I'm not, I'm not using my free will in the best way. And then I'll just tell myself, uh, I'll say, like, cancel, 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 and then I'll – I'll look for, depending upon where I'm at, you know, I might be, if, if I'm if, you know, if I'm around the house or if I'm around um, in the office space in the house, then I'll, I'll have various uh, quotes and pictures around, and I'll just focus in for like a minute, on, and I'll just keep repeating that, 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 that information. And so I, and I have other quotes that I've memorized and uh, that I've just most are internalized, but I'll just focus my mind then on something positive. And then, but I'll, I'll sit on it. I'll meditate in a sense for like a good minute, you know, maybe two, and I'll just allow myself to, you know, let that negativity release itself from my mind, and then I'll allow the new information that I'm repeating to myself to then enrich it. So it's kind of like draining out the old fuel to put in the new fuel, like the old wine, <laughs> the old wine out the the sack to put in the new wine. But you got to drain the old wine first. So uh, that's what I'll do, and I'll 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 just like I said, I'll, I'll give myself the opportunity to change. But that comes from me being willing to change, and that 
I, I willingly and consciously acknowledge to myself that this is not the best use of my time as opposed to knowing that I'm doing it, but, you know, I'll forget it. You know what I'm saying? I, you got to have fun or you, you only live once in a sense. I, I'll, I'll stop everything that I'm doing and I'll just take myself into a whole new state of mind. And it all comes down to a stimulant. So that stimulant is, uh, like I said, it's going to be the negative or positive. So you first and foremost have to be willing to acknowledge it. And then once you do acknowledge it, you have to, like I said, what I'll do for myself, I'll say cancel, cancel, cancel. Then like, I'll start re- reciting a poem that I've uh, internalized or I'll start reciting some quotes that I've internalized. I'll start, you know, reciting some hustle commandments, you know, that, I, that, I, that I've internalized and, and on and on and on and on. You know, I have a book of daily documents that I read every day. And in this book is pretty much uh, prosperous information. So you, you can figure that if I've been reading this this thing, you know, just about every day over the last three years. So that information, in a sense, has slowly but surely sleeped into my unconscious to where I can't. There will be times where it just come up into my mind. And I might see something in the world and, like, that piece of information will come up. So as opposed to something that I, that would have used to came up in the past before I started ingesting that information, which more than likely would have been negative. So that's my, that's my process, Coach K. You know, acknowledge it, um, and, you know, cancel it, and then, you know, fill, fill, fill it back up uh, or replace it in a sense. So uh, fill your mind back up with something positive. So acknowledge, cancel, and then replace. I know that's right. Cancel, acknowledge, replace. I'm, your technique is very, very uh, similar similar to mine because as soon as it, as soon as the crap goes in, I try to get the crap out, you know, mm-hmm. and replace it, replace it with the good stuff. And to me, like you said, the good stuff is one of the hustle commandments or one of the one of the rules on team success. I'm always spitting them out, like no whining and complaining ever. That's rule number four. You know what I mean? Uh, you um, don't rock the boat. You know, if I'm hearing somebody coming with something and that feels like it's the wrong kind of vibration, I hit them upside the head with rule number one: don't rock the boat. You know, then uh, I love only love aloud. You know, these things, like you said, you have to have some positive reinforcements that you can go to, like that police officer who dropped his gun. He had to go on his ankle and get that other gun out. You feel me? Exactly. He had to go a little a little service revolver. He don't have that big pump shotgun or that big forty cal or that nine millimeter. He had to go and pull out something that he could use right away. And I'm on that same vibration, man. People need to pull out their service revolver and start start uh start shooting down some of this some of this bad stuff, you know, versus continually you know, digesting on it, man. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's flagrantly wrong to the psyche, and people, you know, you just can't win. That's how I feel about that. Um, if anybody wants to jump in on some of this conversation tonight, the call-in number is three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. We'd love to hear some of the live listeners who are out there listening as well, or if you are in the chat room, if you want to put something in the chat, or if you want to. Uh, just give us, you know, just give us a holler. Say how you've been applying this in your life, the application of your will. Do you agree? Do you disagree about uh, the study of poverty, things like that? You know, we want to hear from you tonight because I think we're going to keep the show down tonight to like an hour and just give them one chapter because Coach has got some other things to do this evening. Plus, I want to keep this topic strictly on people's minds. And, you know, really let them have a chance to, like, digest it, you know. I also want to encourage people to go over and get the toolbox from billionairebelief.com. And also, if you need the audio that goes with the book, you could also go over to honesthustle.info and get your cash drive. That's right. It's a gold bar full of priceless jewels. And when I say priceless jewels, I'm talking about real deal jewels, like the programming that we talk about, the things that you need to have inside your banks, you know. So we've got the science of getting rich. We've got Napoleon Hill's uh, The Law of Success, Outwitting the Devil, 
this greatest salesman in the world, the magic of thinking big, the richest man in Babylon, the secrets of delivering creation, think and grow rich, who moved my cheese, your right to be rich, you know, the wish is your command. All of these on your cash drive if you go over to Honest Hustle, H-O-N-E-S-T-H-U-S-T-L-E dot info and check it out. Um, if you got any questions, of course, you could give me a call. If you got any questions about Billionaire Believe, you can get in contact with Dana as well. Dana, could you please give people your contact info as well as your email info, information if they need to get in contact with you? No doubt, no doubt. So whenever you're ready to start really improving your affair of money, you can always follow us at BBWCN, and you can email us, info at billionairebelief.com, and always at www.billionairebelief.com. Like, we'll always uh, have something there to help you supercharge your wealth. As Coach K was saying, you can access the bank vault so you can get the toolbox that we have in it, which consists of all the all the information, all the resources that you need to start to surround yourself with so that you can begin your quest of deprogramming and reprogramming. And as Coach K said, you can go to, uh, uh, like I said, uh, his, his site as well to get that those audio books too because, I mean, I, I'm an audio kind of guy myself as well, so I like to listen. Uh, but um, nevertheless, Coach K and I, like I said, we're we're here to help you get those pictures of wealth into your mind, but it's going to take you actually uh, drinking from the well. You know, Coach K and I have created the well for you, so now you got to just show up and start drinking, baby. <laughs> you heard what he said. We, sh- we took you to the water, but we can't force feed you. And that's not us. We're not trying to catch no charge out here. We're just trying to do what? Show you how to get rich put poverty behind you and put all that pertains to it behind you and, quote, unquote, make good, get rich. That is the best way that you can help the poor. Stop holding on to these mental images, you know, of what poverty looks like or reminding me how my ancestors suffered. Even just the little things that we say. I had a um, one, of my, one of my mentors, he sends out text messages, and he says, your brother in the struggle. At the end, I was like, I text him back every time, like, man, I'm not struggling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not struggling, and my brother ain't struggling. You know, I don't have no brothers. If you in the struggle, you ain't my brother. I mean, that's, that's that, man, because you got to – there's an episode on the Game of Thrones called You Win or You Die, and they Ooh. made a very point. This is an HBO series now, so they ain't pulling no punches. Pulling any punches at all, so you win or you die, man. So for somebody to be like, "Well, coach, what? Coach, nothing." I'm trying to get people to take up their, you know, what I'm saying, put on their Nikes and just do it. Start running, you know what I mean? So not keeping a picture of a poor, broke down Jesus in your house, or you know, or you know, champion a charity, a charity. Calls when I need some charity. No, 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 no. Exactly. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a picture of my desire. I'm, I'm sitting there pulling up. My, my friend came over earlier today, and I was going through. Uh, I was looking for something on the internet, and I had a tab open, and uh, I breezed through my 2006 Cayenne Porsche. And she started laughing. She said, "Aha!" I said, "That's right. Aha! That's right. You know, I like this. I like this cream white one. You know, I like this." I like this money green one. You know, I'm looking at these, I'm I'm looking at my desires and holding them with purpose. So those are the type of examples that I'm trying to set for my friends, my family, my uh, just everybody. My brother's in success, not my brother's in struggle. My sisters, too, because ladies are hustlers, too. Don't y'all get it twisted. So just wanted to put that out there. Dane, was there any other part of tonight's chapter that you wanted that particularly stood out to you that you wanted to cover before we get up out of here? I believe so. And it was, uh, let me go back to it right now. It was talking about, uh, oh, there it is. He talks about um, kind of earlier in the chapter, but he said, all the promises are unto them that believe and unto them only. And I want to just kind of leave on that note in that understand, ladies and gentlemen, that you must believe before anybody will believe in you. 
And what you believe in, if you truly believe in it, as he said, it's it's it will be unto you and only you. So start by taking the lead. You know, that's that that'll be my challenge to people, um, for this until we meet again in, in two weeks from now. And that take start taking the lead, ladies and gentlemen. So take the lead by a first and foremost, you know, uh surrounding yourself with information and people that are gonna support you throughout your quest. Start taking the lead and choosing to focus on what you do want, as as Coach K just said, as opposed to what you don't want. And and start taking the lead uh, on and just making sure that you're also being uh, a pillar of inspiration to those around you. You know, if you say you want to write a book, then really start writing a book. And that's something that I, I myself have to start keeping myself honest on, you know, telling myself I want to do things but not really following through. And, and, a, and a simple thing you can do to, to ensure you follow through is just to start telling people. Start telling people I'm going to write a book because eventually the people who who really care and who really want, who feel that they can benefit from your book, they're going to start, you know, hitting you up like, hey, so how's that book coming on? Did you did you, uh, did you finish it? Did you finish it? Like, man, when you get done, I, I got $20 for you or however much, you know, you, you plan on selling it. But, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll keep you honest. So um, I, I would say those those three things right there, Coach K. Take the lead on focusing on what you do want as opposed to what you don't want. And but and secondly, um, surround yourself with people and information that's going to support you throughout that quest. Uh, but last but not least, like I said, believe. Like, you got to believe. Like, you got to trust and believe that all your needs will be met because there's an abundance of, an abundance of resources available to you, a never-ending supply. And I... I I guarantee you, <laughs> I don't guarantee a lot of things, but I guarantee you, as long as you can start believing in that and start focusing on those three things and take the lead on those three things in your own life, like you said, keep your mind at home, you'll begin to see some uh, drastic uh, uh, results in your life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The part I wanted to, the last part I wanted to cover tonight before we got out of here was this paragraph that says, well, the preceding paragraph, when he talks about the picture of your desires, hold it with faith and purpose. The paragraph after that, it says, as this impression spreads, all things are set moving towards its realization. Whatever your impression is, things are going to start moving toward the realization of that. You cannot let go of the impression that you started. Hold on to the impression. Like last night was the full moon. Today, you know, the day after the full moon is still that full moon energy. It's important that you hold on to the impressions that you were geared into last night, the day before, you know, the last week, because these, all things are moving toward you, that, that realization. Every living thing, every inanimate thing, and the things yet uncreated are stirred toward bringing into being that which you want. All force be, begins to be exerted in that direction. All things begin to move towards you. The minds of people everywhere are influenced toward doing the things necessary to the fulfilling of your desires, and they work for you unconsciously. I was listening to a brother tonight, this, uh, this, this Egyptian scientist, and he was like, even the Big Bang, there's some small particle of the Big Bang that started this entire galaxy that's in each and every one of us. So that means we still have a tie to it. So please, please, please don't think that you are out of the loop. You know, when you start putting your mind to it, then it's going to start coming. I mean it's going and, and, and it's gonna to come to you the best the the better you hold on to that ideal. So hold on to that ideal, fam. Just like Dan said, you got to believe in it. Keep keep that purposeful faith there, and do not let it go. That's my that's our time tonight. I definitely appreciate my co my co pilot, my partner in rhyme and reason, and partner in dime, and donuts. No, Cameron has some restaurants around this joker, man. I see all kind of opportunities. Um, let me see, y'all. Let me see. If I got some recommendations. For television shows, as y'all watching TV, get off of Scandal or check out the Game of Thrones. Check out Shark Tank, you know, Yeah. and watch that Shark Tank and just put yourself in the picture and see yourself coming up there, you know, trying to pitch your ideal to one of those billionaire venture capitalists. You know, I'm definitely wide open for 
venture capitalism to come into honest hustle, to come into relaxation is the key, to also come in with Coach Kair, so I myself can become a venture capitalist after I continue being rich. I ain't going to never stop being rich. I said as I continue to get richer. So, Dan, you got any other TV shows that you think you could recommend to people that uh, could give them some jewels and some nuggets? Oh, by far, uh I'll just leave it at one, and it's uh, The Prophet on CNBC. Uh, like I said, it's a recent show I just started watching. Um, but, like I said, that show right there is by a gentleman. His name is uh, Marcus uh, Limonis, and he's, uh, he, but he, he goes through, as, as a billionaire or venture capitalist, as you just said, he's kind of like a Shark Tank kind of guy, but the only difference is he's actually going to give you the money and he's actually going to help you with uh actually go through the, the process of getting your yourself from where you are to where you need to be so that you can uh, get your sales up and get your business uh, afloat and, and into multi-million dollar sales. So definitely check out The Profit. You can go Google, uh, go to YouTube and go check out some of the videos. Uh, I think it's cnbc.com slash The Profit. But I, that's definitely a show that I, I strongly suggest uh, the audience uh, check out. That's what's up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to catch you all in two weeks. Thank you so much from the 859-347-LOVE-YOU, you the 773-404. Big shouts out to everybody that's in the chat room, all of our people that come and catch the download. We appreciate you. We love you. Give us a shout-out, man. Leave us a message at CoachKair.com. Leave a note for Coach or go over to BillionaireBelief.com and leave a note out for Big Dana Dane, the uh, CEO and HNIC over on the left coast. We're going to holler at y'all tonight. You know, of course, I want to always leave y'all empowered, and let's get it right because you have the power. Peace. Peace. And in making your mind a magnet for good health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money, it is important that you come to that realization that I've got the power. I've got the power to say how much money I'm going to have. I've got the power to say what kind of health I'm going to have. I've got the power to say what kind of wealth I've got to have. I'm going to have. I've got the power. Yes, I've got the power. There's another great quotation. Another great quotation. I'm, I'm about to levitate, you know. You've got so much power in here. <laughs> Repeat this quotation after me. He, or she, shall have whatsoever he or she says. Magnetize your own mind to be, to do, and to have the good that you desire with these ideas. Stop giving them power over you. Rise up on your hind legs. Come on, just stand up and shout that and sit right back down. Magnetize your mind with that idea. So, what you do in life, and as I say, this is the secret of the age, you have to learn to take back your power. And whatever you do, don't give your power to the 
experts. Beware of experts. <laughs> Because those experts, those highly paid consultants, as George Wallace used to say, those pointy-head intellectuals, they sit around in their laboratories and in their offices and in their sociological enclaves, whatever that is. And they write statistics. And they tell you how many people are going to be born. What percentage of people are going to live to be a certain age? What percentage of people are going to be poor? What percentage of people are going to be rich? Well, even if you do need that garbage, I mean that stuff. At least, at least decide that you're going to be in the upper crust. Let me hear you say, I'm going to be in the upper crust. Don't let him decide for you.